It's clear that economic conditions around the world are challenging. Cost of living crisis, inflation, we've got interest rates going up. But the question for us marketers is what happens to digital marketing in a recession? Well, today we're going to look at how to prepare, what's likely to happen, and how you can make sure your business survives and maybe even thrives in tough economic times with some smart marketing moves. Welcome to the Exposure Ninja Digital Marketing Page. Welcome to the Exposure Ninja Digital Marketing Podcast. My name is Tim Cameron Kitchen. I'm CEO at Exposure Ninja. We're an agency that helps our clients to get more leads and sales through their websites, whatever the economic weather. And that's exactly what this show is about today. How do we do digital marketing in a recession and how do we prepare? Now, in some ways, this question is a bit difficult to answer because a lot of the digital marketing tools that we're using today, the channels that are available to us, actually weren't available in the last non-COVID-induced recession. But nevertheless, we can look back at previous recessions and look at how comparable marketing channels have changed, how consumer behavior has changed, and the decisions that marketers have made, either good or bad, and we can take some lessons from those. So firstly, how does a recession impact consumers? Well, no two downturns are alike, but they do share one thing, a drop in consumer confidence, which leads to reduced consumer spend. Customers tighten their belts, they think more carefully about purchases as they have less disposable income. Unemployment usually goes up, credit becomes more difficult to obtain, so there is less cash floating around in the system. In the marketing department, this can result in a vicious cycle. Consumers spending less, therefore businesses respond by cutting costs, reducing prices and stopping investing, and as a result, marketing is often one of the areas that gets cut. On the surface, this seems logical, and it certainly seems logical to the C-suite. If you've got less money coming in, you want to limit your expenditure. Yes, but. As some research from Harvard Business Review published during the last recession found, cutting your marketing activity too dramatically can actually be counterproductive. Don't forget that most digital marketing channels are a zero-sum game, which means that if your competitors slash their marketing in a knee-jerk reaction, that makes your space less competitive. You might be able to pick up customers more cheaply precisely because your competitors have pulled back. In some data from Total Retail, and by the way, you can check all these links in the description to this episode, or you can watch the video version of this podcast on our YouTube channel. The data from Total Retail shows us how Google ad cost per clicks, for example, CPCs, dropped dramatically in the early days of the pandemic as retailers immediately kind of instinctively pulled back their marketing spend. They stopped investing in Google ads, so cost per click, because it's an auction system, came down. Then retailers started realizing that actually digital marketing was going to be their way out of this problem and the space became more competitive. So those advertisers who kept up or even increased their spend during the early days of the pandemic saw huge profits because their competitors had pulled right back. The same is true for most digital channels. If your competitors are pulling back and you can afford to be more aggressive, you will get more traction, whether we're talking about SEO or social media or content marketing, digital PR. If these journalists are getting fewer pitches from businesses because they're pulling back on their marketing, that increases your likelihood of getting traction. Remember Warren Buffett's classic quote, be fearful when others are greedy and greedy when others are fearful. Now, according to Forbes, in the 1990 to 1991 recession, Pizza Hut and Taco Bell in the US took advantage 
of McDonald's decision to stop its advertising or drop its advertising and promotion budget. And as a result, both Pizza Hut and Taco Bell increased their sales. Pizza Hut by 61%, Taco Bell by 40%, whilst McDonald's were punished for dropping their advertising budget with a decline in sales of 28%. So Warren Buffett's McDonald's, they were fearful, and Taco Bell, Pizza Hut, they were greedy. So there are also some long-term recession impacts that we have to take into consideration whenever we're considering an economic downturn. There is a big caveat with all of this, of course. Every downturn usually brings about some form of long-term change. And as businesses, we don't want to be on the wrong side of this, right? We don't want to be trying to market our way out of a situation where actually the entire world has moved on. So in the Great Depression, for example, there was a massive house price crash and a shift leftwards in politics. That was a long-term change that was triggered by that recession. In the dot-com bubble, for example, it was much or it became much harder for unprofitable internet companies to get investment. And that was a long-term shift until fairly recently, obviously. In the recession of 2007-2008, in the US, there was a significant drop in fertility rates even. So these are shifts that happen as a result of a recession. And we have to be conscious as marketers and as businesses and entrepreneurs, we have to be conscious about what sort of long-term shift any particular recession is going to bring us. So you might be thinking, wait, Tim, hold on, wait, wait, what do fertility rates have to do with digital marketing? Well, the key is to examine what lasting changes are likely to impact your customers as a result of an economic downturn, right? What lasting changes are likely to impact your customers as a result of an economic downturn? Coronavirus, for example, and the COVID lockdowns. This probably changed commercial real estate landscape forever, okay? So you, if you're in commercial real estate and if you've got, you know, low quality commercial real estate in places that are now desolate because working patterns have completely changed, this might be tough to market your way out of. So before we just decide that we're going to market our way out of a recession, Sam Walton's I decided not to participate in the recession, we have to make sure that our customers aren't going to be subject to some massive lasting change, which is going to fundamentally alter our business. If your industry is at the eye of the storm, for example, in the Great Recession of 2007-2008, that was caused by the collapse of the housing market, resulting from easy credit and insufficient regulation. That changed the mortgage world forever and meant that more stringent affordability checks were going to be in place from then on, right? So if your industry is at the eye of the storm, you may want to examine how well you are positioned to weather any recession. Remember that recessions are all about consumer confidence. That's it, confidence. If consumers have a reason to be less confident about what you're selling or your market specifically, don't ignore this. Don't just head in the sand, keep plowing on with your marketing. You might want to revisit some of the business fundamentals to make sure that you're on the right side of where things are going. And by the way, if you want some help with your digital marketing, if you want us to help you kind of map out what your priorities should be, if the economy does take a turn for the worse, then our free website and marketing review is a great place to start. The consultancy team that carry out these reviews are very aware of the economic conditions out there and they are making their recommendations based on what we're seeing now and what we might be seeing. So you can request one of these free website and marketing reviews from the team here at Exposure Ninja. Just go to exposureninja.com forward slash review, click the button to request your free review. They'll analyze what you're doing currently with your digital, what your competitors are doing and where the opportunities lie. They'll then record you a 15 minute video which will show you how to prioritize where to put your marketing attention to generate the best results now and in the future. The service, by the way, is completely free of charge. So go to ExposureNinja.com forward slash review to request your free website and marketing review today. So one of the things that you can do as you're looking at an economic downturn is to reprofile your customers. 
you may have done some customer profiling, you may have grouped your customers by demographic or interest or life stage or whatever. But sometimes in an economic downturn, it's a good idea to reprofile them based on how they're going to be affected. Because different consumer types can have a very different experience in an economic downturn. Going back to that Harvard Business Review article, which you'll be able to read uh, from the description, this advises breaking consumers into four groups. The first group is slam on the brakes. So these are the people that are hit hardest. They cut their spending dramatically. They tend to be the lowest income group, although also you get people here that are in a higher income group but are very, very scared. So they just slam on the brakes, dramatically cut their spending. That's the first group. The second group is the pained but patient. So these are people that are more optimistic long-term, but they're less confident short-term about their living standards. So they cut their spending, but less aggressively. So that's the pained but patient group. The third group is the comfortably well-off. They feel secure, they continue consuming, but they're a little bit more selective and maybe they're not as showy, okay? That's the comfortably well-off. And then the fourth group are called the live for today. They carry on as usual, totally unconcerned. They tend to be younger, they tend to be urban, and they're much more carefree. These are the people that are still going out to Ibiza. They're still going out at nighttime. They don't care. They're just gonna live their lives. They're gonna live for today. So those are the four groups that we've got. Slam on the brakes, pain but patient, comfortably well off, and the live for today group. So which group do your customers most fall into? This is really important because you will need to adjust your marketing message to suit where your customers are at and their experience of the economic downturn. And if you're B2B, you might not be thinking about where your customers fall into, but you might be thinking about where your customers' customers fall into. How are they going to be impacted? Because your clients or your customers, if you're B2B, are going to have to adjust their marketing message too. They're gonna to be having to sell a slightly different proposition according to where their customers are in those four groups. So let's do a bit of a marketing message review. Let's say that your audience is mostly in the slam on the breaks group. These are the people that cut their spending dramatically. What might you want to adjust your marketing message to? Well, for example, you'll see budget supermarkets up their advertising and talk about cost savings to appeal to this group. You're seeing it already. The budget supermarkets are going hard, emphasizing the cost savings. They know the marketers in these sorts of businesses know that their audience is squeezed and they align themselves with that squeeze. We are on your side. We are helping you make your money go further. That is the message for the slam on the brakes group. What about if your audience is the pained but patient? So these are the ones that are optimistic long-term, but they recognize there's gonna be a squeeze on their cost of living, on their living standard in the short term. Well, if that's your audience, you know, you'll see mid-range supermarkets start to emphasize affordable treats, recognizing that people in this group will still want to treat themselves, but may trade, for example, a restaurant meal out for a night in instead with a bit of wine. Okay, so if that's your audience, the pained but patient, recognize that they might still want to treat themselves, they might still want to indulge, but they're gonna be more careful about it. They're not gonna be as aggressive. They're not gonna stop all of this stuff altogether, but they're gonna make different choices. If your audience is mostly the comfortably well off, so these are the people that consider con they continue consuming, but they're a bit more selective and they're less conspicuous about it, well, the message may stay very similar for this group, but they may make a stronger argument for purchase. So rather than, hey, here's an iPhone, right? They might know that customers are gonna have a slightly elevated sense of doubt that needs to be overcome. So they're gonna be making more arguments about why you should purchase. What about the live for today's? If your audience is the live for today group, they're just gonna keep on spending as usual, younger, carefree, living in urban areas. Well, the message there is about escape and offering a break from the gloom. Advertisers to this segment won't tone down the fun in their marketing message or the theme that their audience deserves whatever they're selling.
Now, one interesting thing that happens in every economic downturn is that consumers rush to familiarity and a perceived sense of safety. So you see stock prices of consumer groups that sell well-known brands rise in a downturn for particularly this reason. It's like in times of chaos, people search for uh, reassurance. So marketing tends to favor more conservative messages in a recession or in a downturn, as well as those that emphasize affordability. So those are going to be the general themes that you see coming through marketing more and more, whatever channel we're talking about here. So whether you're pitching discounts, whether you're um, suggesting payment terms to your audience or emphasizing the quality that makes higher prices worth it, check that what you're saying is also going to resonate with where your customers are likely to be and their experience of the economy at that time. Now let's round off with some talk about recession winners. General Electric, General Motors, IBM, HP, Microsoft, Electronic Arts, Airbnb and Uber all started during recessions. Yeah, I know that Airbnb and Uber are losing money faster than you can do pretty much anything other than lose money as a startup. But they all started during recessions and they've all got loads of traction. Google, Facebook and Salesforce all started just before recessions. So the important thing to remember here is that economic downturns always happen. This is a cycle and that means that there are ups and downs and they always happen. This cycle is something that the economy always goes through and always will so long as humans, faulty, fear and greed driven humans are in charge. There are a time when the most entrepreneurial businesses and marketers really, really get traction against competitors. That Sam Walton quote from earlier, the founder of Walmart, when somebody asked, what do you think about a recession? He responded, I thought about it and decided not to participate. So the important thing, I wouldn't suggest like, don't participate at all. Like don't think about it. You know, he thought about it and decided not to participate. That's the important thing. We need to plan for these things. We need to do our analysis reprofile our customer groups, analyze our marketing messages, make sure that what we're offering makes sense in the economic climate that we're in, and then don't panic. These things don't last forever. According to CNBC, the average recession since 1900 lasts 15 months. 15 months, we can survive it, you can get through it, you can thrive during this time. So I hope you found that useful. If you've got any questions, if you want to bounce some ideas, you can always drop me an email, tim at exposureninja.com. Don't forget to check the link in the podcast description for the Harvard Business Review articles and the Forbes articles mentioned. That HBR one in particular is fantastic. And don't forget, be greedy when others are fearful and be fearful when others are greedy. Lots of people have been really greedy over the last few years. So maybe now they're going to be being a lot more fearful. This might be your time. See you next time.